Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I have Erin Kreitz-Shirey with me, and she is in charge of the founder of Inspirator Coaching and Fitness. Did I say that right? Coaching and Fitness? Got it. Yep. Coaching and Fitness. Welcome, Erin. Oh, thank you. I'm very happy to be here. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so I first became aware of Erin just a couple weeks ago when Dr. Heather from episode number four of my podcast was on Erin's show, and I was so blown away because I was ta- I was listening to you and Heather talk, and I'm like, oh my gosh, we have so much in common. I love you, and I had just only heard you talking on this show online. I'm watching you on Facebook Live. So I am so excited that we had a chance to meet and we had a nice little conversation here that we will spare all the rest of you listeners from, but we were talking before we got online and I think we have a lot more in common than we even realized. I think so too. And even the fact that we both have three daughters, yours are a little bit older than mine, but the fact we have one the same age, your youngest and my oldest. Yeah. But being the mom to three girls, that in itself is such a gift too, right? Because you've got these amazing young women you're trying to raise, trying to inspire and motivate and have them feel strong and empowered. At the same point, you're like, oh my gosh, I have only this many hormones in my house at once. I'm not quite there yet because mine, mine are 14, 10, and 4, but I am projecting for the next few years. So, <laughs> yeah. so I forgot to ask you, you have just one dog? We get, yeah, we have one new dog named Rocket. So we have one male, I have one boy. Um, when we had my youngest daughter, I promised my husband, I was like, well, you know what? When we get a dog, we'll get a boy dog and all the boy names that we want. But mine, we have all the Irish boy names, but mind you, his name is Rocket Simba Cole Shirey. So Cole is the family name that's in there, right? The Irish. There you go. Okay. We have three girl dogs. Do you really? So my husband still didn't get the boy. Yes, we have three girl dogs. Oh my gosh, that is so, but now what type of dogs do you have? We have a beagle. And two Sheltie Poos. Oh, so you have smaller dogs? Yeah, they're all small. But they're all such sweet babies. Except for the Beagle. She's sweet, but she's also super, super naughty. But we still love her. (laughs) We understand because Rocket is a Labradoodle and is getting into every garbage can possible. And actually, I was just working out prior to us connecting right now and was working out in the backyard with them, which I can talk to you about. Um... But, and he, when I'm doing burpees, he's trying to bite my hair that was in a bun. And then I'm on the back doing some different core work and he's jumping on top of me and licking my face. And mine do that too. Yeah. And I go from kids working out with all the time to a dog working out with me all the time. I, it's rare for me to find space to work out by myself. (laughs) Funny. So tell me, tell everybody what is inspirator? What does it mean to be an inspirator? Let's start there. Good question. Okay, so an inspirator is actually a word that my middle daughter Emerson came up with when she was five years old. And at that time, so I've taught fitness forever. Um, and I was te- I was in the backyard doing some circuits for my boot camp business and, you know, to prep for the next morning, just going through the routines and kind of from one to the next to the next. And I was doing a bunch of burpees. And at that time, I was about seven and a half months pregnant with Finley, uh, our youngest daughter. And so I'm seven and a half months pregnant with her. And she looks over at me at this time. She's five in kindergarten. And she goes, mama, you're an inspirator. 
And I said, well, what's an inspirer? She goes, well, if you can do that with their big belly right there, your boot campers have no excuse. She goes, you're an inspirator and motivator in one. I was like, oh, she goes, you're an inspiration and motivator in one. That's it, mama. You're an inspirator. I was like, oh my gosh. So of course, immediately I wrote the word down. I changed my entire business name a few months later to inspirator coaching and fitness because I thought the word was so perfect. And I love that Emerson came up with it. And so my whole mission is to empower everybody to be their own inspirator. And so we've all got our own inspiration, motivated motivation within us in so many different formats, right? So it could be, and we all look towards inspirators. All of that, we're surrounded by inspirators. It could be an inspirator in athleticism. It could be an inspirator in motherhood. It could be an inspirator in art. It could be an inspirator in politics. It could be an inspirator in just anything, right? And, um, and to look around, see all your inspirators around you, but also realize that you're your own inspirator, that you've got it within you to live your best I love that. And how fun that your daughter, how fun that your daughter saw that in you and then came up with the word also that you were able to use and now take that out to other people. Oh, she loves it too. She really, and being the middle kid, I'm a middle kid too. And the fact that my middle daughter came up with it, I gotta be honest, selfish. I was kind of like, that's really cool. Go middle kids, you know? (laughs) And now through your coaching and fitness business, what do you do? as a coach. Okay. So for the coaching part, which it's been really interesting how it's organically shifted over the years. So I've had my own business for 14 years. As I showed, I've been in the fitness industry since school, my, you know, with my, my degrees in kinesiology. And so I've been a personal trainer since I've been a professional, I guess you can say, right. So since I was in school, I've been a personal trainer. And from that, it really evolved to the coaching side so much. Um, because of the fact that the fitness is a big element of it, right? To where um, opening up women to see how they can work out, how they put these different barriers around themselves, preventing them to reach their own fitness goals. It's like, oh, I don't have enough time. I said, yes, you have time. Let's look at how you look at time. Let's retrain how you look at your days. Let's open up some of those workout windows that you don't even know are possibilities. Let's have you start biking to work versus driving to work. Let's have you start walking or running to do your errands versus driving to do them. Let's see how you can incorporate some more fitness windows, such as I shared right before, you know, getting ready for this podcast. I had a 30 minute window. I was in my backyard doing a HIIT workout with my dog, but but my TRX is attached to our tree in the backyard. I've got a, you know, a bucket of weights out there that I do workouts in the backyard all the time and train some clients, you know, in the backyard. But so it's coaching women to, th- to open up those workout windows, but not just that it's really helping them see is how feeling stronger training, training them from the inside out. So how we you train yourself physically, it empowers you up to shift into a more positive mindset mm-hmm. and yourself on the inside to go for the big goals in life that you've always wanted to. So what's grown organically with that is the co- in the coaching side. So I work with a lot of entrepreneurs that are big goal getters, but then sometimes they're, and and athletes, a lot of people have been athletes all along that sometimes once they have kids and they start their own business, they work out, but they're not achieving say the same goals that they want athletically and, or they're feeling kind of stuck. Mm -hmm. So go from stuck to unstuck and open that up. And from that, what's been so beautiful with blending all that with the inspirator coaching and the fitness is that it empowers them to go for the bigger contracts and empowers them to live their dream life on and hours on their own terms, right? Mm-hmm. And empowers them to 
create boundaries. This episode is sponsored by my coaching company, Power of Run. If this is the year you want to run your first or fastest half marathon, walk or run a 5K, or jump into the world of triathlon, check out my online coaching programs at www.crushingmygoals.com forward slash store. You deserve a coach, and no matter what level you are at, you can benefit by somebody who's in your corner, who's cheering for you, and helping you get past those little things that trip us up and keep us from crushing our goals. Talk a little bit about people living their dream life in this life that, what does that mean to live your dream life? I know it's something you talk about a lot. Okay. So a big part of this is you owning your time, your time not owning you. And um, the only thing in life we don't get back is time. So why waste it? Right. And that's something that's really important to my husband and I, because we've had medical challenges, um, life-threatening medical challenges with our kids. And it had us look at time differently and how we were working and what we were doing and how we were actually really owning our genius. Like I didn't realize as a personal trainer that one of my biggest strengths is the inspiration and motivation part, that being an optimist is such a strength with being a personal trainer, with how I, I train in fitness. Mm-hmm. To so many other parts of people's lives. Like, I didn't really dig into how strong that was until my kids were sick, right? Like realizing, wait, oh my gosh, time is infinite. You know, we've got such a limited amount of time. I don't want to waste it. I want to do, I want to use this time living my dream life with who I love, doing what I love, feeling amazing along the journey. And that's where people get stuck is that they might be working so hard in their career or working so hard, say, being a mom or a dad or trying to find the right partner, whatever it may be, but they're so focused on that they forget to live right now. And so your dream life can be different for anybody, but for myself and for my husband, for us, when I talk about dream life, it really is owning your time and to where you're using your time, how you want to and feeling amazing. So you can use that time. Right. So mm-hmm. for us, um, and which I work with a lot of my clients for is that incorporates a lot of fitness travel and fitness adventures and being, being strong to say travel and explore how you want to explore, not just sitting back, but really going for those massive hikes, being strong enough so you're capable to do the rock climbing, to do the zip lining, to do, you know, to go surfing, to go stand up paddleboarding for hours so you can see some, tons of sea turtles, or to go, um, just to go on those fun conquests that you conquests that you wouldn't have otherwise that just enrich you to think bigger, right? And so for us with Dream Life, we had, we actually just last year, um, we wanted, we bike and walk everywhere. Like I bike and walk everywhere. I created boundaries within my own time where I don't work on Fridays. Friday, my kids are Mackenzie, Emerson, and Finley. They're all all our surnames. And Friday is Finney Friday. It's a non-negotiable. Fun adventures every Friday. And she gets to pick them out. I get to pick them out. And they're super fun. And they always incorporate, you know, what she wants to do and some fun fitness and games and being outside. If it's crazy weather, we'll figure out some way even to, like, go for a fun rainy hike. You know, find out as many puddles and slugs that we can. But to where every Friday is non-negotiable. It's a non-work day. It is with Finlay. And then throughout the week, I work Monday through Thursday, the time that my kids are in school, and that's it. And it's a non-negotiable. And 
gone are the days of working late at night, unless it's an unexpected, you know, or before in a retreat where you have to work more hours. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, but gone are those days being an entrepreneur entrepreneur doesn't mean that you burn yourself um, at both ends and you can't enjoy your life. And so we actually took a big leap of faith last year and for us surrounding this notion of our dream life of working to get my husband, husband to be able to work from home. And so he worked from home too, and he travels a bit, but he works from home. So both of us work from home. We both travel a little bit, but both work from home. We walk the kids to and from school every single day. We um, have got our lunchtime and we will train together. We'll walk our dog together. We'll go for runs together. Yes, our Monday was the kids' first day of summer. Like, okay, well, we'll take you guys on a nice lunch break. Let's go stand up paddleboarding for a couple hours. And we did that. Whereas if he was in a corporate position in an office, that wouldn't happen. But we worked really hard to create this boundary around time and using it how we want to versus how we're being told to. And that being said, he took, he turned down a big position by Stanford university that was very lucrative and amazing because he knew it wasn't the right fit for our family because the commute time that it would have been because of just the hours and everything. And it actually opened up space for this other position that was even better. And according to his terms and our terms as a family, and so that for us is a dream life. So we create all these adventures for travel, hiking all the time, and really digging into being, say, like, you know, in your zone of genius, but having fun and really celebrating the fun nuggets all the time. Does that make sense? I hope that it does. I love that too, because it seems like we live in this culture where people act like there's this prize for being the most stressed out and the person who got the least amount of sleep and who stayed up the latest doing whatever it is for their kids. And, and I think it's just really nice when you think about how do you design that kind of life where you don't have that kind of stress and where you can spend time with your husband and with your kids, but it's on your own terms. So when people go to your retreats or when they are doing coaching with you, what are some of the types of things that you're teaching? For example, teaching women who just want to burn the candle at both ends and you know feel like there's all these all this pressure on them to be the best room mom at school and to you know make all the costumes for the theater program or whatever. How do you help them find that balance? Well, one is I always share that comparison is a thief of joy and a thief of time. Nice. And so with knowing that, it took a while for me to figure that out too. You know, it took me a good while to figure this out. But um, but that that one is really big to do. And then also I had them look at their schedule. And there's also a glorification of being busy in this world. Mm-hmm. I have no time to work out. I have no time to get this done. I have no time. Like, give me your schedule. I will find you some workout windows. I will find you some ways to be happy. I will find you some joy to be had. And I'll find you opportunity to do what you really want to do versus what you feel you have to do. And that's, there's also the Pinterest effect in this too, right? To where oh, yeah. the costumes and everything where everyone's going, oh, it's so perfect. I'm like, live life perfectly imperfect. Do what makes you feel good. And what's fun is that, so every, you know, coach has got their own business coach. And one of my business coaches, um, who's wonderful, but she said, your story doesn't need to inflict on my fantasy, how I want to live. And I think it's so perfect to where somebody else's story, how they feel you should be doing things doesn't have to inflict 
on how you are designing your life, right? How you're designing, say, your fantasy dream life. But when you design it, you create it, you make it happen. So with these women, so last year's retreat, interestingly enough, there were uh, one woman that worked at Google. There's another woman who is very high in finance um, in the financial district in San Francisco. Another woman who's in Portland and the water department there and really big um, in her position. And I, I tend to attract really um, go-getters because of what I do in my, being an outgoing person. So professionally, I tend to attract a lot of um, women that want to achieve success, right? But with that being said, I get to work with them. Like, well, how are we achieving success on your terms? And then I have them address their bliss bucket, their bliss bucket. Are you filling up where you're happy? Are you filling up your love bucket, your health bucket, your um, business bucket, your adventure bucket, your mindful bucket, and having them step back and allow themselves to be quiet a little bit. And so it's really the retreats create a space, almost like this container to where they're getting the fitness in, they're getting this beautiful location, they're getting support and camaraderie and fun, the girl time that we all need. It's fun to be around other women. But from that, they're also getting inspired by hearing stories and a sense of camaraderie. Oh, wait, I feel this, you feel it too. Well, let's let's change that together. Let's work at changing that together. And I, I don't want to do that anymore. And so I work with them with guiding them through even waking up in the morning and focusing on three gratitudes before you hop out of bed, having them step back so they can step up, if that makes sense. And so probably and really get centered into what they want. And when they go to bed at nighttime to think of their rosebud and thorn, because to step back and, and we do this at nighttime at the dinner table in our family, but I work with the woman too. What's your rosebud thorn for the day? Don't be so busy that you forget to notice your rose is the best thing that happened to you for the day. Your butt is what you're looking forward to. Your thorn is the prickle, but addressing it, like how did that thorn bother me? How can I address it differently next time? And then um, Mackenzie came up, my oldest came up with Ladybug, who was your special person of the day that made it. Oh, um, sweet. I love how your kids are always coming up with little things that enhance what you're, what you already do. Yes, the kids totally enhance and they are a part of it. And actually what's pretty fun, this is a word I use with the women retreat and so many of my coaching clients too, which goes right into what you're talking about with being so busy and and getting everything done and being the perfect theater mom, being the perfect parent, being the perfect um, boss, being all of that is the word multitastic. Emerson also came up with this. She is a wordsmith. Multitasking and being fantastic. Just two things at once. And she came up with it when riding a bike while eating an apple. She goes, look at mama, just two things at once. I'm being multitasking. I'm eating an apple and I'm riding a bicycle. And I said, oh, that's great. Because what does it do? It makes you slow down versus doing 20 things at once and being so crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And focus on what you're getting done. And as you slow down and address chunks of things at a time versus having 20 tabs open on your desktop. Yes. And that's kind of how I do things. I am the one that has 20 tabs open on the phone, on the desktop. Yeah. So have you always been, were you born this optimistic? Do you think that people can be trained to be more optimistic if they aren't? I think that being optimistic is you can, I work with people to get them to become more optimistic. That's a big part of what I do professionally, right? Was Mm -hmm. I born this way? Honestly, yeah, I've always been an optimist 
in many ways. And don't get me wrong. I mean, my husband, is, of course, will tell you so honestly, like there are sometimes I'm going, oh my gosh, I'm going to pull all my hair out, right? But we took on the phrase embrace life's challenges because everyone's got things that happen to them. And it's from a Gaelic phrase, but, and we say ELC, do you ELC? And what that means is that everyone's got stuff that happens to them, but there's always a positive from every situation. And so when it comes to teaching people to become more optimistic, yeah, it takes a lot of work because you're retraining habits, mindful habits, or not mindful, but right, habits of thought processes that have happened for so many years that have just been ingrained in, and what you're surrounding yourself with. Are you surrounding yourself with optimistic people or you're surrounding yourself with negative millies? And so it's retraining how you want to look at the world and how you want to be in the world. And it takes a lot of work for some people, for other people, they realize that the joy that comes from it, they want more of that. And once they start shifting, it's just keeps going, flowing in that direction because of the fact that they feel so good and life feels so much richer and so much better with being optimistic. So for some clients, it does take a lot of work, but it's the biggest reward with hearing them shift into the optimistic mindset and hearing them look at that and how it changes every ounce of what they do, quite honestly. And their relationships, everything, I mean, how they interact with those that they love the most. Well, yeah, it would change. It would change everything as you start to change the way you look at the world. Hey, friends, I got so excited about today's episode that I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Kim Peek, and I am the founder of Power of Run. When I first started running, I was somebody who absolutely hated running, and my friends dragged me into it, kicking and screaming. And you can hear all about that in episode one. I ended up losing 50 pounds in the process, and after that, I was hooked. Now I'm a coach, and I believe that movement and running and fitness and nutrition and the friendships we develop out of that activity can transform lives. And it's my goal with this podcast to help you learn to think, move, and live like a champion. You can get all kinds of freebies, learn more about me, and find out what kinds of courses I am offering by going to crushingmygoals.com. Also remember to follow me on social media as at sign power of run. And remember to subscribe to this podcast. Enjoy the show. So I saw somewhere on your website that you also talk about loving the body that you are in. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Kind of give it, where does that come from that? So I focused on pre and postnatal fitness for a long time. And I worked with thousands of women in that capacity. And what would make me release, actually, and I started into the loving your, your, the body that you're in. Oh, I'm getting tongue-tied here. Sorry. But from the time I was younger. So let me retract now a little bit. So I had an eating disorder when I was 13 to about 17, 18. It was fully, I would say I was fully 100%, no more, like when I was about 23. But there were some stressor triggers. Sometimes it would flare up, I'd say, right, if I wasn't on top of myself and, and meditating and whatnot. But from that, from the time that I was 16, I said, I want to empower other girls with their self-esteem through sports, right? To think what you can do versus what you can't do. Mm-hmm. And so with that notion, with loving the body that you're in um, and working with the pre and postnatal woman, 
always think about what you can do versus what you can't do. And if you keep focusing on the body that you wish that you had versus loving on the body that you've been given, you're never going to be happy. So when it comes to training and I'd be training some women and they keep picking out their flaws versus picking out their strengths and highlighting on those. Well, if you're naturally going to highlight on what you don't like about yourself versus highlighting what you love, you'll never be happy and you'll never be happy with the body you have. I mean, I could train somebody for 20 hours a day, but if they aren't working on the inner work of loving the body that they're in, they're never going to enjoy the body that they have. And so they can have the best muscles. They can be as lean as possible. They can, you know, be popping, but if they're not happy, they'll never appreciate that. It will never be good enough. And so with really loving the body that you're in, dude, I had double knee surgery right now. I'm training for another half for a, um, another half Ironman. I realized actually just recently, it was the first time in 20 years I've done a half Ironman. I forgot about that, but I was like, oh yeah, I'm just doing another one. I was like, oh wait, the last one was 20 years ago. Oh my gosh. But anyhow, and I had double knee surgery. My left knee is tweaking a little bit. I've always had strong quads, right? I, um, if I'm going to point out things to where are disproportionate in my body versus saying what it can do, well, how is that going to affect me training wise? How is it going to affect how I interact with everybody versus showing up and being so proud of who you are? Because everyone has to start from point A to get to point B. And, and I say that to where, oh, but I, because many women, what do, what do they do? And they think like, oh, but I used to be, say, say a woman is in her thirties and she had a couple kids. And in college, say, was a cheerleader or was, uh, um, was in the basketball team. I was super lean, training how many hours a day. It's like, oh, but I used to be, when I was 22 years old, I had this six-pack and, you know, my, my chest was a little bit perkier then and da da whatever it may be. I was like, yeah, but look where you are right now. You got these two amazing kids. You're working and your life is different now than it was before. Love where you are right now and let's get you stronger moving forward. And that shift pushes them to then do another burpee, go for another push-up, go for another hike, have a fun time. And before they know it, they'll get stronger and leaner because they've let go of the thought process that I hate my body. Yeah. And I had to ask that question because I I suspected what you were going to say. And I just, there's so much that we see on Instagram and that our girls grow up seeing on Instagram that it's just, you know, another shot of somebody in their six pack and the perfect body and the airbrushed body. And I think it is so important to appreciate the body that you have, especially as women, because our bodies do some hard things. Mm-hmm. And I know for me, I've even had to really work on my mindset because um, we didn't talk about this before, but the year that I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I was in the middle of triathlon season. No Oh my goodness gracious. Yeah. And so, but my strong body that was in amazing shape from working out got me through a very tough time in my life. And so like right now, I don't really look the way I want to. And, but that just every, the whole treatment process just does so much damage to your body. And it's the recovery process is longer than just having your mastectomy and getting done with chemo and okay, everything's good now. But I mean, you have, I appreciate how strong my body was going into that because it helped me so much over the, I mean, it was three, it was almost three years ago, about three years ago, like this week, probably that I was diagnosed. 
And, and my strong body got me through that in so many ways that were so much easier than what probably a lot of people would have. And, and because I was already in good shape, I knew that I could get back to that point. And so, you know, it's depressing when you look in the mirror, but at the same time, you're like, oh, but I know how to, I know how to do this. I know how to run again. I know how to get strong again. So anyway, long, sad story about me, but. No, no, that is not a sad story. Look at you right now. I wouldn't say, I would say that's an amazing, inspiring story because the fact that your strong body got you through that and look where you are right now. You also are a role model for your daughters. Look, I went through something so crazy and scary, but to take care of yourself because of the fact that being stronger physically, you had you the stronger mindset to get through chemo, to get through, I don't know if you had chemo too, I'm assuming. You yeah, did. I did. Yeah. And so, and to, um, you know, how to miss out all of that. And it's not just when you're in medical challenges. It's not just that time period. It's that year after the second year after that's your quote unquote new normal. Mm-hmm. That's the time quite often because when you're in the midst of it, you're just trying to get through from day to day. It's the after when you actually realize what happened and you're coping with everything and how it affects everybody. And that's such a big challenging time too. So I applaud that. I find that to be very inspiring story because the fact that you're shifting how you are looking at your body. Well, thank you. But anyway, so, you know, just as a mom of three girls and somebody who is in the fitness industry, I think that's really important for people to understand that there's lots of reasons why we do these things. And it's, not all about looking good in our shorts and in our bikinis and whatever. It's it's not about how we look. There's so much more to these things that we do. Yes. It's so what's really interesting is like also with Instagram, when you bring up Instagram. So I am honestly, let's, if I'm at the beach, I'm in a two piece and I'm jumping all over the place and I've taken jumping pictures forever. It's hysterical because now it's such a trend and I've got years of jumping pictures. We've got Christmas cards where it's everyone jumping, right? I mean, it's just, it's been that way for a long time. And so, so what's really interesting is, um, and I've, and I've always been a body empowerment person. That's just what you've gotten. That piece is a big part of why I got into fitness. It's so much what I do with the coaching component, but I do it and I do a hashtag filter free. So I'll take a jumping picture, but if my tummy isn't hundred percent perfect, like sometimes my, I got my six pack roll and sometimes I don't, if I don't have sleep for a while, guess where it shifts my tummy I had three C-sections. Right. So it's like, if I'm tired and if I have, um, you know, just had a few nights going out like anybody training doesn't overcompensate for that. It takes a little bit more time more sleep, more water, everything else. And for me, it shows my tummy, but it doesn't matter. I will always run in a sports bra and my running shorts. If it's a hot, hot day, I actually just posted a video on Instagram and Facebook yesterday for mamas of me running in a sports. And at that point, my tummy was, it's fine. It's totally, it's fine. Like, right. But it's not Instagram quote unquote, perfect. You know, the women are so quote unquote, perfect. And I'm saying, mamas, love on yourself. Go do cannonballs at the pool with your kids, put on the swimsuit, have a fun time. Don't miss out on this beautiful period because of the fact that you're not loving your body and what it can do. And I'll go ahead. Oh no, it's fine. But so it's interesting because the response from that, that I got, and I just posted for fun, you know, it was actually five miles into a 10 mile run. And, um, and I, it was, it was flipping hot, right? It was at 1130. Cause I put myself in a challenging time period running wise because of the race coming up and put yourself in the conditions you don't want to be in because you're going right. to have to race in them. Right. Mm-hmm. So, 
so anyhow, I'm totally exposed and there's not many, there's not much shade on this, these trails. And, um, and when I was running, I was thinking about that because I just perused Instagram a bit before. And I was thinking, it's like, you know what? I'm just going to do a little video just to get mamas outside. Like I want them to feel good. I don't want them to miss out on going for summer runs, playing at the pool, whatever it may be. But the response, so I know I'm going in circles. I apologize. The response though from everybody was amazing. I got people direct messaging me saying, I wish there was more of this, put more of this out there, please. This is what we need because it was a video with me talking versus me writing, you know? So it was just a picture, a still frame. It was a Uh video with me um, talking into it because women need to hear that. And they can hear it say from some celebrity, but when they hear it from somebody who's like their next door neighbor, who is really juggling X, Y, and Z too, who doesn't have, a nanny and a chef and a this and a that and everything. Um, it's more relatable. And yes, so, I'm in fitness, but it still is real life. So one of the things that I thought of when you were talking about that was going back to all the moms who hide behind the camera or they're not in any pictures. And I think that's changed a little bit than a little bit, not as bad as when I was little and not everybody, you know, when I was growing up, we didn't grow up with smartphones. We had to have film and take it to get developed. Right. <laughs> my, my mom passed away the year that I got married and we have almost no pictures of my mother outside of official family pictures where you go to the photographer and have them done because she hated how she looked. And one of the things, usually I post this on around her birthday every year I always post or around my anniversary, sometimes a picture of my mom and say, these are just a handful of the pictures I have of my mom because she didn't like to be in front of the camera. And so moms, please quit being so self-conscious about what you look, your, what you look like. Your kids are going to want these pictures someday. Yes. They want to be able to remember you and have the videos and the pictures. So I think that's great that you're out there encouraging all the moms to oh, yes. love themselves. Yes. And, and it shows, you know, it shows in the joy and the smiles in your pictures. It shows you having a fun, like when you are more present within yourself too, it shows in your smile, it shows in your eyes, it shows in those pictures that are taken and it shows in the way that you stand too, the way that you present yourself. And so like, I, it's kind of like when somebody goes in for a hug, don't give me a little tap, tap. Give me a hug. Like I want a hug, right? I don't want the little yeah. shoulder tap. I want to, I want that smiley, joyful hug. Right. And so for moms, I want them to feel that smiley, joyful, inspired self all the time. And not just moms too. women in general, you know, my sister's not married. She's not a mom, but she's an amazing auntie. And I want her to feel amazing. I want, you know, my friends that don't have kids, any woman in the world, just, and men, men too, let me not, you know, just be to women, but, but to where I, my tribe tends to be women, um, but, but to where just to feel really good so they don't miss out. Yeah. So I have, we've had an awesome conversation and I feel like I've taken up half your day with all of our chatting. So I want to ask you one last question. And then if there's anything else you want to tack on at the end, if people want to go to this awesome inspirator retreat in Hawaii, you have two slots left. How, what will they do that you haven't already told us about and how do they get signed up? Okay. 
Yes, there are just two spots left, uh, which is pretty exciting as this one was just launched um, not even a month ago. And it will be September 27th to 30th on the big island of Hawaii. And each day starts out with the sunrise boot camp hit workout at this beautiful house that we have that's got a swimming pool right there in a big grassy area. It's a five minute walk from the beach. And so it starts with a boot camp workout followed by yoga by this wonderful instructor, Noah, who will be teaching. He's phenomenal. So right when you're all, your muscles are really sore, then we stretch him out through yoga and you get sore with yoga too. And, and then um, after that, you go into the kitchen and there's a beautiful oasis of healthy Hawaiian food that's been um, catered by a wonderful woman who's the, who does all the catering. And you get to enjoy this meal, clean up a bit, or just put your swimsuit on and then enjoy some empowerment coaching, inspirator coaching as you're having a cup of coffee, some guava juice, whatever it may be, some water. And and really hear from everybody. So you get a little bit of downtime with the coaching after you've had these amazing highs from the exercise part and a little bit of down, but motivating time with the coaching. And then we're off for the day's adventures and the adventures are soon up paddleboarding, hiking, kayaking, and the kayaking actually one of the days that we're kayaking is a full day experience. And, um, I only can go on last year's experience where we saw so many dolphins, the team that we had two um, instructors with our crew for the kayaks, they stayed out on the water another hour and a half just because we were surrounded by so many dolphins that were swimming under and around our boats. And so we were kayaking and we're snorkeling. Um, and from this, we're also going to go on a Kona coffee tour because I met this wonderful woman that works as a beautiful Kona coffee um, farm. And so we're going to go coffee tasting, which is really, it's actually, it's a really cool experience. And then um, after the day's, Adventures where you know there's tons of beach time. We're back at the house. Some people go back to the beach for a little bit. Everyone has a massage throughout their experience. Um, Nicole will be giving everybody a wonderful massage outside. And so they can at some point in your retreat you have an hour um, to relax on the massage table and just get worked on. The evenings, there's wonderful food again. There's um evening coaching outside under the moonlight there's downtime to where women can there's lanai's all throughout the house that they can just go if they want to enjoy a glass of wine they can enjoy a glass of wine a cup of tea whatever we just connect with each other and um and each day flows like that so some of the highlights of course of the experience is one the camaraderie of being around that many like-minded wonderful women that want to not just do something fun adventurous in Hawaii, but want to live like their own inspirator. And I want to get inspired and motivated. They want to be around other inspired and motivating women. So that in itself is amazing. Two, of course, is Hawaii. Hawaii is the most magical place. It is part of my own dream life. You know, it's just so beautiful and so amazing there. And the house that I have found for us is so close to the beach, to working back and forth from the beach, diving in waves throughout, just amazing. And then the third one is honestly, it's the gift to yourself of giving yourself this opportunity to take time for yourself and do something that will change your life. It is truly an epic, amazing experience. I put them on. However, I get so much from them, from seeing everybody go up within them and have the most amazing time possible. It truly is just, it's a lot of hard work, but it's the most rewarding part of my business that I have ever decided to cut 
to make come to fruition, if that makes sense. So, um, so the next reading again is September 27th to 30th. To find out about it, it's Erin Kreitz Shirey. It's my name, E-R-I-N Kreitz, K-R-E-I-T-Z Shirey, S-H-I-R-E-Y.com backslash retreats. And at the retreat pop-up menu, you just scroll down to Hawaii because uh, there's also a Boston day retreat that's happening on August 4th. And so it's another wonderful experience too in Boston, but it's a different experience in Hawaii. So um, two wonderful experiences, very different. And the Boston one is a one day retreat from 10 to four. But yeah, so that would be the Hawaii one. I hope you can come, Kim. It would be so amazing to have Well, you. I was going to say, so people, if you're interested, there might only be one space <laughs> the time I hang up and we get this episode live. Hopefully there's still some spaces left by the time this episode goes live, but it sounds like an amazing experience. And we will put the link to that also in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today and sharing your expertise and your optimism and your inspiration. And um, yeah, just thank you. And we'll have everybody look for you online. I'll put all the notes, put all the information in the notes. Thank you. It's been an honor to be here. I really have loved getting to know you. And it is just, I'm excited for you with what you're doing also with this podcast. Congratulations. Pat your back. Kudos to you. Thank you you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run. And you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe as a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week and I will catch you next Tuesday.